Bad clap, bad clap. There we go. And we're live. And we're live. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, For real. I want to start today's show with... Um, no, 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 before you do that, this episode is, is brought to you by Stacy's Pita Chips. some water. Yeah, I didn't think that went through, did you? No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, yeah. Um, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary folks. <laughs> folks spelled with an X instead of a K. Episode it is two. my absolute pleasure to reintroduce you to episode two of the Snacks and Facts podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. And shout out to our one listener in Russia already. Uh, dude. Shout out to... Uh, SoundCloud uh, insights uh, showing us that we got we got listeners in Russia. I just want to make this clear to those uh, who don't know this already. Uh, this podcast was not supposed to be a thing. Uh, you know, Matteo uh, decided to get me into doing this by saying, "Look, if we just start talking, we'll be able to, you know, look back and laugh." And and you know, years from now, we're not going to share this with anyone. And I was like, "All right, cool." About three days later, he's like, "Yeah, we're live on Spotify, Apple Music, and we have listeners in Russia." I was like, "What?" Well, actually, <laughs> it's it's funny that you bring that up because we weren't. We actually weren't live on Apple Podcasts for a couple of days because it took forever to get on. And then it was delayed because I didn't realize this would play into it, but I put the category as Islam, like <laughs> podcast Why? category. Why? So if you go on Apple Podcasts right now and look at the related shows, it's like legitimately like Islamic content. Nice. Um, right. So we'll probably get taken off once this gets reviewed. <laughs> so enjoy it on Apple Podcasts while you can. But uh <laughs> We also got Spotify. I had a lot of people asking me about about the uh, the page just because, like, if you see the um, the picture that we used, it's like, who is that yeah, dude? Who is like, that? It's like, my first question was, who the fuck is that guy? Arms crossed. Yeah, he's wearing a nice suit. Who's this so, power power realtor dude? Yeah. So the um, the app that I use to upload podcasts, it requires you to have a photo for the podcast, and if you, I didn't have one, so it said, "Let us choose one for you." And there's a search bar, and it'll like pull up like stock photos. So I, I typed in facts. <laughs> and I swear to God, that was the that came up. Just, just this. Thing. He looks. He looks he, like he speaks facts. He looks. I mean, he looks factual. I, 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 trust I feel him. like I'm too close to the mic again compared to you. We gotta, we gotta work that. I think we're. I think we're pretty equidistant this time. Uh, we, 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 we messed up last time. I was a little far, but I think we're good this time. Yeah. Now, it's in yeah. The middle. yeah so, uh, what's what's new with you, man? What's going on? Uh, not much. Yesterday I had a pretty pretty wild day. Uh, my friend Dennis uh, invited me to Tennis Canada to go watch the Rogers Cup uh, with some free front row seats because his buddy works at Tennis Canada. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I caught a ball from Rubliev, the number seven guy in the world, and he signed it for us. And it was very, very surreal experience. Uh, we ordered uh, a pizza to the stadium, which was absolutely hilarious. And with like, the end, not, like not through the oh not through the stadium food that would have been seventy dollars for a pizza you know we bought one for thirty and I just or I called Pizza Nova while sitting in my seat and ordered it to the stadium and they were you like can do that yeah and the the people that worked there the security looked at me like this guy's a fucking genius and one girl was like you're really smart you know enjoy your pizza because you're allowed to bring in food but okay so oh because you're allowed to bring just in food. for this so tennis where did, you, where did you meet him. Did, right outside the stadium. I literally, I said, meet at the intersection outside the stadium. I, I walked outside and... Uh, they should have said, meet me in row H. Yeah, if he, could, if he brought it down to the... That would have been, that would have been something else. But no, I, uh, that was just a good day of, uh, of taking dubs. I, I got a mask exemption because uh, our security guard thought he was a fucking hero and was saving the earth by, uh, <laughs> by every second. So the way it worked was you were allowed to eat and drink... Um, but if you weren't eating or drinking, you had to put your mask back on. And I kid you not, I would take a sip of water. There would still be water in my mouth. I would put the bottle down from my hand or from my mouth, and he would scream, "You gotta put your mask back on!" I was like, "Bro, you are just the worst guy on planet Earth. Like, nice. I, I hate you." He said to my friend Dennis, he said, "For my safety, can you put your mask on?" I was like, "Bro, we're as outside." He, as, he gets, as he gets closer to you. Yeah, I was like, "Back the fuck away! You're more than six feet away from me anyway. We're already sitting in this like you know reduced population I was say, of." Like, we were front row. There was no one around us. No one in front of us. Like yeah. we're totally okay, safe. Me if I'm wrong, but like, was there anyone within with, with, feet within feet? fifteen like, feet? Not yeah. a single fucking person. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. We ended up on TV too for catching that ball, and uh, really? you can see. Yeah, I can show the photo. You can see uh, us so distanced from everyone. It's yeah. hilarious. But uh, Dennis had to keep his mask mask on the whole time. But I went and I got a bracelet that said, you know, I worked there, so I didn't have to wear my mask. And nice. yeah, it was just a. 
The good so we don't have any listeners at uh, the Ontario Tennis Association. <laughs> Someone's getting fired. Well, I think I'm. I think I'm going back tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to say yeah, I still have my wristband because I work here, so I'm going to sneak in and. We're still get underground. Some We're still underground. You're safe. <laughs> Fuck for real. But yeah, how about you? What's new in your life? Uh, nothing. Nothing crazy. Like I, the past couple weeks have been pretty chill. Like I, usually I'm pretty hard on myself in terms of like the amount of things I have to do in a certain day. But the past two weeks, August, August has always been like this. You can yeah. ask any of my friends, anybody that I've worked with. Always, August has traditionally been the month where I just like slow, slow, like, I intentionally, intentionally yeah. slow. I just, I just kind of take, I take things off. Two years ago, I did my, my Europe trip. Last year, I just finished grad school, so I'd taken a couple weeks off. I think, I think that's for everyone. I think everyone is just really relaxed in August and is kind of just doing their own thing. I don't think. It's I, also, you just want to like soak in the last bit of the summer. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy where, the weather where we live. It's like. Where we live, if you like, you don't. Your skin doesn't get the, the, <laughs> the sun. Doesn't get the the sensation of sunlight on it for more than like I don't know, what, five months in a year, maybe. Yeah, I think less. I mean, yeah, we April, spend so much May, time inside. April, May, June, July, August, September, September, yeah. right? And, and then, then it gets, and then you get, and then it starts getting cold, cold again, right? right? Yeah. So uh, let's let's say six. But really, I mean, like yeah. hot weather is like four and a half. The main, the main question is, where are you soaking up the most amount of sun? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to gain access to our Patreon to get the answer to that question. Fair. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, just soaking up the last bit of the sunlight because, like, I hate, I hate the climate of huh. this country. If it weren't for winter sports, like if it weren't for snowboarding and skiing. I would have absolutely no reason to live here. Yeah, hockey is ho- hockey is the main reason I enjoy the winter. Outside of that, it's just it's tough. Yeah, you know, uh, do do you wear boots? Are you a boots guy? Like in the winter? Yeah. Does everyone? No, wear, I wear I have. I don't think I own a pair of boots. I refuse you to wear boots. Yeah. Because I think as a concept, they're ridiculous. You're outside for maybe ten seconds, and then you're going to spend the rest of the day indoors in boots. Unless you're bringing a change of, of shoes. Oh, wow. You know, like people walk through the mall and stuff with these big ass clunky boots on and they're horrible. Like just put on running shoes. Most of the streets are snow plowed <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah. Like and try not to get wet and you know, you'll be fine. And then you're indoors and you can be comfortable. That's you don't have to be in stupid, boots all day. No, I, I fucking hate boots. No, I like, like I, I get what you're saying, but like, man, if you, I've just been in running shoes on ice too many times where it's like. Oh yeah. This is Where are you walking on a normal day through ice? Right, you're, you're not. You're walking from your car. Like for people that work, right? You're going into an office. You yeah. walk from your front door to your car, yeah. from your car into the parking garage, from the parking garage into your work. You're gonna wear boots all day because of the literal twelve no, seconds no, 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 you're no. outside no, walking I change, on. I would change into like work shoes once I got into the office, and then like because like the walk from my house to my car, then from my what? So you, to there's, the there's so much ice that you need to be worried about. Oh, 100 percent. Come on. It was like the dexterity. Are you just so poorly balanced that you can't? You're gonna fall and slip and kill yourself. I I swear to God, it's not poor balance. And like, I haven't had any injuries with ice, but it was to the point where it's like, if I wore running shoes that, like, even just had like average traction, it would still be like a like a security threat, (laughs) security risk, a personal security risk. Come on. Yeah. No, it's uh. That's just that's just because you're not an athlete, you know. For those who don't know, Mateo is a. Athletically challenged, a little, like bit. To say. Yeah. a little bit. Okay, we're working on it. Yeah, we'll get you in some for some spike ball. I uh, should have been working on it more this week, but I got this big ass cut on my foot, and I haven't been able to wear shoes or like walk properly for a couple days now. So and that's uh, Mateo started doing Brazilian jiu jitsu because yeah. uh, he would like to one day be able to not get his ass kicked by me. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh man, I. You don't realize how easy it is to get your ass whooped until you walk into one of those gyms because every single time I go, I like I'm literally like I, like these these dudes are, are mopping the literal floor with me, like physically like dragging me across the ground. It's, I, a, it's an emasculating dude, feeling. I got, right? I got I got choked so bad that I burst a blood vessel in my neck and I had a, like a what you know like a hickey. Yeah. You know what a hickey looks like yeah. for like. Three four days, I had a fucking hickey on my neck. I'm getting brutal. choked out. So yeah, I think you sent me a photo, and I was like, "What? Who, who left that? What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you hanging around with your dad a little too much?" Like, <laughs> Very, funny. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's one of those things that the more I do it, the more I enjoy it. Despite being so bad at it, still, like I've only been going for like maybe four weeks. This would have been my fifth, but I've had to take it off. Um, and it's really good. Like. Um, 
you say. It's so funny because like you know the progression, right? It's like white, blue, white, blue, purple, brown, black. It's actually not purple. It's coral. Oh, by the way, fun yeah, fact. It's technically not purple. I learned that last week. It's the first fact. Um, yeah. So <laughs> first fact. <laughs> oh wait, where is it? We need a ding. First back. <laughs> we start doing that. Why did I not know you had a bell there? You know that? No. Oh, really? I've had that. I got that on the Las Vegas trip. Oh, very nice. Anyways, um, it was aptly placed. Yeah, perfect placement there. Uh, first fact. So it's so funny seeing white belts fight with each other because compared to like the technique that higher belts have. It literally, it literally looks like infants, like, like just like swinging their limbs, and it's just like a pushing match. Right? It, it just gives you a greater appreciation for what you watch on, on the UFC, right? And you see all oh, these man, these multifaceted athletes that are so incredibly gifted in so many different areas of martial arts. Where you're like, you think the average man, you're like, I can beat up these guys, especially some of the you know the lightweights, uh, tiny flyweights, hundred and yeah, like hundred and thirty pounds, right? But pounds. they would wipe the floor with you, right? Like a there's, there, there's levels to this, and it actually goes to a funny point that I've been discussing with a lot of my friends because we do watch a lot of UFC, and we watch the woman fight, and something that I <laughs> have said, that, and I genuinely think I could beat up Amanda Nunez in a fight. You give me a full camp, you give Amanda me... Amanda Nunez? Amanda Nunez, for those who don't know, is the, the number one, probably scariest woman on the planet. Uh, she punches quite hard and uh, sure. you know, obviously has some pretty great technique, but I don't know, I, I have... What a hundred pounds on her, right? Like the the. What she weigh? What she weigh in that? She walks around at one sixty, but she think she cuts for fights like less. Like I think she walks like at one fifty, but yeah. I literally have a hundred pounds on her, yeah. and you know <laughs> I'm also a male. You know there are biological differences between male and female and, and strength, and you know we've seen this in uh, Fallon Fox, who was the uh, transgender who used to be a male and went to a woman and quite literally manhandled these females in the UFC. She oh, fractured the skull. Yeah. Man, dude, she fractured the skull of, of one of these women. She put her in the hospital. Like it was. It's a disingenuous term. It's a it's a serious reality of what yeah, happened, right? Like, and it just shows the biological differences. If I was born with you know testosterone in my body and, and pumping that, in a and there's a reason we have male and female categories in the Olympics, right? Like, if we just had athletes, there would be very few females that were able to compete. There's actually there's one Olympic sport. I want to get it right. I'm pretty sure it's skeet shooting where a woman holds a record higher than a man. Outside of that, every man holds a higher record in every physical yeah. Olympic event, right? Um, but yeah, Amanda Nunez, obviously she's much more well-technique than I, much more you know, used to fighting and, and under these rules, but I think if you give me think, a full you camp. Just, you think the 100 pounds? I think the 100 pounds and the fact that I'm a man, I really think that I could take her in a fight. I, most of my friends think that I'm a lunatic and would get. I think you're lunatic. Say, no, you're, you're crazy. Like I, we got to make it happen, man. And Nunez, here's if you're hearing this, like here, here's the way it would go, right? Like, it, it doesn't matter how much bigger you are because she's like, a she's gonna tire you out, and b her technique is gonna be so good that she's gonna be able to choke you out very easy. Dude, no, you, no. And, yes, because okay. if she and she could also use your own limbs against you. Yeah, yeah, okay. She yeah, can yeah, get yeah, your yeah, arm into you're right, you're right, you're right. Like using okay. it that in but a choke, right? Do you, do you remember do you remember back in grade nine when um, you know girls were taught the self defense class um, in in the ninth grade and I then actually they, don't. It, it was so funny. <laughs> and, and you know girls would run up to me and be like, oh my God, look, shout I learned I learned shout out old boys schools. Yeah, uh, facts. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Mateo hasn't seen or talked to a girl until the first year, so that's yeah. why he's a little stunned. But um, yeah, so <laughs> girls would, would run up to me and be like, oh, look, you know, do this thing, do this thing. I know how to get out of it, right? And I would, like, hold yeah, on to them. Spin them like a I know, I would hold on to them. And then they're like, wait, it's not working. I'm like, yeah, it's not working because I'm 100 pounds heavier than you and it just doesn't work. Like, yes, you can have the technique and know what to do. Okay, but listen, there's the strength. Three of grade nine girls' gym class. Self Obviously, it's a little bit different. Okay, listen, listen, so the principle's the same, all right? The principle's not the same. <laughs> the principle's basically the same. The same. Principles to say, uh, Amanda Nunez. If you're hearing this, please fight me. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me, let me convince all my friends. It's like also, there's another really good question that we pose. Uh, I, I would, I would wager, probably about two to three thousand dollars that she would, that she would be. I wonder what the odds would be. I wonder if you get, you wouldn't get even money. You wouldn't get even money. Yeah, the, the Vegas odds makers. Yeah, there's no way. I would be, I'd be the heavy underdog, but. <laughs> It's like, you know, we talked about the Olympics, right? Like, we, we see all these athletes, and it's hard to tell in comparison to how fast, you know, and how good these people are. <laughs> I said, uh, 
you know, you see, I've seen a video of some dude sitting on his fucking couch, this fat, lazy slob, right? And the synchronized divers are like, you know, slightly off. And he's like, pathetic, just yeah, garbage, yeah, yeah. you know, like, why are you even here? So what I, my proposition, me and my family were talking about is if you put one normal individual just in lane eight, you know. <laughs> so the average guy, and you can compare how fast these fucking swimmers are compared to, you know, Joe Schmo. Oh, funny, funny story. So last week at Jiu-Jitsu, we had to do cartwheels. Oh. Yeah. Can you do a cartwheel? No. <laughs> no. You, you learned that you can't do a cartwheel. <laughs> so I, I'm in basically in lane eight, and then there's these, there's these guys that are, lot, that are a lot more advanced than me, and they're just like swaying themselves around, no problem. Guys, no arm, no guys, arm guys, cartwheels. Guys that are like, you know, like heftier, right? Like yeah. heftier and whatnot, right? Um, and then like I would like literally fall on my head or do a somersault by accident. Like just, just like, it's like I'm speaking a language that I've never spoken it's coming out as gibberish it's not making sense like it it's like a dance like there like there's so much to learn and yeah it's so freaking difficult but uh well, i mean it also gives you greater appreciation for dancers in general right like dancing as a oh, sport I always have appreciation for it. man a lot of people don't think dancing's a sport i'm like yeah it's it's honestly one of those things that it's both a sport and an art form right like it really is could be so beautiful but it is so physically demanding like well, oh my god they're athletes well i mean it's not a sport in the sense that you're like Competing you are the, direct, you directly are. against other people. You are. You yeah, are competing. You, you get no, but you get scored and stuff. Yeah, there's competitions and oh, stuff, right? Oh, oh. What's the definition? That's a good. That's a good topic. What is the definition of a sport? sport. It's yeah. a good question. Because uh, chess is a sport, right? No, no, okay, but here's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I, when I think sport, I mean like you are directly against somebody, like, against somebody else. Whether so it's, it's not a like team it's not like, an individual. So, like for example, if I'm playing tennis, it's like that person scores on me if my defense is weak. Like, okay, so like, so that means any individual event, for example, the Olympics, when you're where you're actively like against somebody. So, Whereas, like with dancing. Or let me like, ask you a shot put. If I'm shot that's putting what I'm versus saying, you, a shot put, is no, that, but that's a sport, right? No, but if you're saying that's a sport, dancing they happen completely at separate times, but they're both being scored. Whether yeah, yeah. it's so, the okay, scoring, so, they both a sport. so then they're yeah. both a sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, for me, the sport, like I love chess. Don't get me wrong, I play chess, but chess is a game, right? It's not, it's not a sport. Well, I'm sorry. What makes a sport a sport? Try to try to define Fi- it in a sentence. Physically demanding. So physical. It Physi- has, has to be physical yeah. in my head. Um, a competition. There need you need to be competing against another individual or a team or something. There has to be winners and there has to be losers. That's the most important thing for me to decide if it's a sport. Has, has to be winners. Or has to be losers. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it's like a competitive I mean, aspect to it. And for those who don't know, you know, I grew up playing sports a lot, and, and so like physical and competition. Yeah, so competition like, has is, to. Is grounders like Sandman? <laughs> is Sandman a sport? <laughs> <sighs> That's a game. Why? It's a game. Life's a game. Oh, life is a game. But no, it, it, no it can't. Be, it, it can't be a sport. Grounder. Uh, but no, but no, tag's a sport. You've seen professional tag leagues. No way, dude! It's the it's the craziest thing okay, I've ever uh, seen. But they have they have pro- professional quotes. No, no, this thing is legit. Like they have a huge ass jungle gym where it's like you have twenty seconds they to tag the person. Everything. They, have, they have professional rock paper scissors. They have. You seen the slapping in the face league where they stand across from each other oh, and they yeah, slap yeah. each other as hard as they yeah. possibly can? That's a league. Have you seen? That what about arm that? wrestling? Is arm wrestling a sport? Oh, I, yeah, I guess by by your standards. Right? By that definition. But then, what sure. may, what, then what's a sport to you? Hard to define. I mean, I, you gotta case, take it on a case by case basis. I think it's it's an overarching. I disagree. Because look, there's also a difference between a sport and an event. Like I, I don't know if I would call a shot but a sport. It's more of an event, right? The reason it's an Olympic event, and rather than it has a league, right? Like it's not. Because it's not popular, but it's still as much of a sport. I mean, the WNBA is 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 a is a sport, <laughs> so, and it's not popular. So. That's uh. I don't think we can define it based on God, based on viewership. Misogynistic start to this episode, <laughs> guys. I apologize. I invited this guy. I don't know. Nah. These are not facts. Cut. Fair enough. Pause. We don't even know where we're going. Now. I don't know. Where you? Uh, you're calling me out for being you misogynistic. Look good today. <laughs> <laughs> you look good today. I'm, I'm glowing. You know, I uh, just came back from some swimming. Uh, but no, you can uh, you can tell the viewers what you're drinking. What are you drinking right now? I am drinking. I don't want to get into the details, but I am drinking a sugary watermelon drink. And I, it's funny because growing up, like I never drank sugar. I've never had a Coke. I don't. I don't drink pop, dude. I've I don't drink pop at all. Coca-Cola. I've never had a Pepsi. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hit me with that. Seven up. That makes sense. I've never seen you drink that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I see Coca Cola, like there's it, just it's just gross. Like, listen, listen. I I have a lot of guilty pleasure foods. Like I like I love Popeyes chicken. You know, I, I love I love a good McDonald's rib. I love I don't know what else is bad. For me. I love Oreos. Oreos. You yeah, kill a whole I box. Mean, yeah, Oreos, literally, no literally, it's either I have, I don't have Oreos, or I or I rip the whole box in one night. Like it's it's wrong. Facts. But, um, facts and snacks. Right? Yeah, that's that facts and snacks. Um, but that being said, that being said. Um, there are just certain like guilty pleasure like certain bad foods unhealthy foods that like Gross, just dude. look visibly unhealthy to me for some reason when I see ketchup I love ketchup I just, hate ketchup. It, it turns me off so much like, I hate I hate that you hate someone ketchup eat man. something with ketchup on it I'm like I'm looking at yeah. them like what the fuck is wrong with Th- this guy literally eats burgers and hot dogs completely plain raw. no 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 mustard no ketchup no vegetables nothing no no lube yeah. he just raw dogs he's a, he's a big raw dogger no, that's fucking gross. But no, pop and just in general, I, I never got into it. It was actually it was my brother's fault. When I was like 13, I just wasn't into pop. And he gave me my first and only ever pop experience was to give me root beer. And root yeah. beer is disgustingly sweet. Like it is, it is the most disgusting thing I've ever put on my tongue. Also, I just in general, I don't like carbonation. Like I don't like, I don't like carbonation it, it tastes like static TV. Like I, <laughs> I already had that from childhood by putting my tongue on the TV. Like my, my tongue is in like defense. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I always say this. Like, I, I, <laughs> that's funny. I always say this. Uh, you know, I don't really, I don't love a ton of spicy food. I don't like spice for the sake of spice. Like I like spice if it adds to flavor. But people that eat like Armageddon wings, right? And they go to Duff's and they're sitting there crying, right? I'm like, that's a sport. I, I, that's that, a sport. Okay, that's definitely a sport. But <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. Like I love. Like I have a good relationship with my tongue. I, I I don't understand that how people can just be hurting their fucking tongue and and enjoy that. It just makes no sense to me. And that's what pop is to me. Pop is just hurting your tongue. Like a good relationship with your tongue. I have a good relationship with my tongue. You use it for anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Never big on the uh, the Coke and Pepsi growing up. I yeah. It's just one of those foods or I guess drinks. It's just good to never get into it. Just, it just looks gross. I mean, okay, listen. I've had like rum and cokes, and I've had. Uh, Jager, Jager is, that, is that Coke and Yeah. Uh, and I don't, you're talking. You're talking to the wrong. You're talking to the wrong person yeah, about this. Yeah. You don't drink alcohol. I. This is correct. Played very minimal sports growing up. <laughs> <laughs> speaking different languages right now. Yeah, yeah, Opposites attract. You know. Mm-hmm. This. Um, yeah. Sure, no. you know, I was actually talking to somebody previously uh, after filming the first episode, and they were like, "Like, why do you guys hang out?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the like, fuck you guys have in common? Yeah, like I was just like, I don't know. We kind of just like, I think we two things. We have very almost identical senses of humor. Most definitely. Um, but I think we kind of balance each other out. A hundred percent. Like I, you know, you're not into sports at all, right? And when I have, I have friends that are very into sports, and you know, I share that with them, and it just is its own thing, right? You're very into music. I'm less musically inclined, right? But you get to experience that whenever. And we don't need to yeah, cross. I put, on, I put you on a good music. You put me on a, like sports knowledge here and there. But right? you know, we don't need to crossbreed every aspect of our life. You know, like uh, you can you can do your own thing, and I can respect you doing your thing. And you, you don't need to share in the love with absolutely everything. I know I would never call you super hyped because I you know hit a football parlay and I'm I'm pumped up because I mean, my team. Is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Wait, parlay's like a betting. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I know. We love, took, we love. took me a moment though. Yeah, but I like you know I wouldn't call you to tell you that my favorite team won a you know their championship or whatever, right? Yeah, like I don't you. Even know who your favorite team is? Come on, you want to know my favorite football team? Uh, Patriots. No. no. God no. <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Is anybody listening to this a Miami Dolphins fan? Absolutely. Like, I don't think I've never heard anybody show like. Don't shit on the Dolphins. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a good year. Dolphins. We're gonna have a good year. Oh yeah. They're a good team, man. Yeah, uh, Hey, don't, don't be talking shit about the Leafs. All right, <laughs> everyone in, who could be listening to this is probably a lot of Leaf fans, and uh, my heart goes out to all of you. And uh, we've been through a lot together, yeah. and uh, we're gonna keep struggling on through. So honestly, like I probably the hardest relationship I have in my life is my relationship with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I just, really? I've never had my heart broken so consistently by, and then keep going back. I feel like I I'm being cheated on every fucking year and then I just go back I'm like that toxic girl that's just like I, just, I still love him you know I can't they still have my heart you know Matthews Marner if you're listening to this my boys was it Matthews first NHL game where he got those four goals yeah his first was actually, NHL game I was in a bar when that happened crazy that. you know I, I'll actually tell you a funny story I, I met Austin Matthews um, he uh, <laughs> he hooked up with a friend of mine 
uh, friend's cousin of mine, and they were showing me uh, the DMs between him and Matthews, right? And I was reading them, and it he said... Probably, he probably... He could... He oh, he pulls. He pulls. No, 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 no. He pulls anyone, <laughs> No, dude. what I'm he, saying is he, he probably could have sent blank messages. Like, you know, oh, 100%. it's literally just the airport. 100%. Like, and she'd be like, yeah, but, like, yeah. you know, come over. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, I, I'm, re- I'm reading in these messages that Matthews is a, he's a big fan of uh, A Star Is Born. You seen that movie with uh, A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? He said it's his favorite movie ever. It made him cry. That's another way we balance each other out because I have not seen movies. You suck. I just don't watch them. You suck. But regardless, a movie that did suck though. Fast and Furious. Oh my god, that movie. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get that was horrible. Yeah. So I'm reading that Matthews loves this movie, and I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, you know what? If this movie is good enough for Matthews, it's good enough for me. So literally two days later, I booked tickets. Uh, it was when I was living downtown for school. So I booked tickets at the Young and Dundas VIP cinemas with my friend Isabel. Uh, shout out Isabel. And we go and we walk into the theater. And as I walk into the theater, walking down right next to me is Arthur Matthews, and we like bump shoulders and I'm like holy shit it's him and his daughter's hat I'm like awestruck I you know the odds of me seeing this dude at the movie that I'm going to see because of him so I get back to my seat and I look and he comes back from the bathroom and he is literally sitting the seat behind me and one over come on so I'm like and he's there with of course a different dime and where are you at this time you're at a the movie theater. You're at, you're at yeah, the movie I'm theater. at the movie theater. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's with a different. Oh, worst place to meet a celebrity. For sure. No, I, I wasn't gonna talk. I wasn't gonna talk to him. I wasn't gonna. On edge the entire time. Yeah. No. So he, he was on a different date with the, probably a different the fifth dime piece that he probably took that week to, to see this movie. Um, yeah, yeah. So going up to the movie theater, he's like, oh, I bet this is gonna happen. Like, oh, so for sure. Yeah. So I'm watching the movie though, and everything that I'm watching and reacting to, I have to make sure that Matthews is reacting the same way. Like, I'm looking over at him, like, if I'm crying, he's crying, right? Like, it was, it was hilarious, so. It's like when you show a friend a YouTube video. Yeah, you're you're watching him, making him, making sure he's laughing the whole time, yeah. Every punchline, you look over, like, yeah, it was good, it was good. So, yeah, so I don't know if you you haven't seen the movie, obviously, but for those who have, it it gets really sad right at the end, and then it just cuts to black, right? So, we're kind of like, you know, wiping away our tears, and sure. of course that Matthews takes off right towards the bathroom, so I take off right after him, and we're in the bathroom next to each other, and you know, we're a urinal beside each other, uh, obviously with the one in between, because you know, we're not, we're not a lunatic, but uh, you know, I tried to take a look, I couldn't see anything, he was blocking well, um, but I actually said to him, I was like, yeah, sad movie, yeah, he goes, yeah, buddy, and he pats yeah, me. Did you guys play mini sticks in there? Yeah, but seriously, we should have <laughs> crossed some swords, but now nah, he pats me on the shoulder, and I was like, okay, I can die happy now, knowing that Matthews has uh, touched my shoulder. He acknowledged. He knows I exist. Um, but I'm not going to, like, make a huge deal. I think that, like, celebrities get really bombarded all the time with people always constantly recognizing them and being like, oh, my God, can I have a picture? It's like, no. Like, I just talk to him and treat him like a regular individual. And this is why, but, if like, I ever... want a picture? Oh, I would, lo- I would love a picture, but at the same time, this is why the <laughs> next time... Hey, in the urinal, in the urinal with Matthews. No, but I can tell you, though, the next time I ever meet Matthews, I'm going to tell him this story about how I went to go see a movie because of him, because of his recommendation, and he so happened to be there. He's gonna have a great laugh, that's, and then we're, and then we're gonna become best friends, and that's it. We're right off into the sunset. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's predicated on you seeing him again. You know what? I live in Toronto. He lives in Toronto. We'll, we'll bump bump paths one day. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Cross paths. I don't mean to one up you here. Let's but, hear it. Uh, Drake did acknowledge my existence. Oh, oh, did he? Yeah. The six god himself. Yeah, yeah. This was. Uh, you at his restaurant? This was. Uh, yeah, that's right. I was in Toronto. It was Christmas Eve of. 2015, I think. Okay. Five, six years ago? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do that once an episode where we recount something from like more than four years ago. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Christmas Eve uh, with my family. And at the back of the restaurant, maybe two tables behind us, is Drake and his two homies. Now, this was, I think, two months after... What's, the, what's that one album with the white background? If you're already reading this, it's too if, late. If you're reading this, it's too yeah, late. Yeah. yeah, if you're reading this, it's too late. So he was like, he was like really big at that time. It was right? hot. Maybe not quite as big as he is now, but still like a hot. big fucking name, right? Um, and it's funny because the, the owner comes by, he's like, hey guys, so like, we know Drake's sitting there. Like, we know that you know that Drake's sitting there. <laughs> we know you know. I think, I think there was like an unwritten rule. It's like, like, just don't bother him while he's here. Like, this is really good for the business to have him here. He comes here a lot. So, like, don't make it bad for him because he wants to keep coming here, right? So, again, he's two tables behind me. And the table behind me is, like, this group of girls that are just, like, 
freaking just out. Do it, <laughs> doing backflips. Just yeah. just losing their fucking minds, yeah. right? Like, they they probably didn't even eat. They probably didn't eat dinner. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, they were probably just waiting to it's so funny. Like, after, like, cause, so, the way he's sitting, two tables back, um, there'd be, like, a girl sitting across the table, similar to how I'm sitting to you. And the girl would be taking a picture, and the girl who's having the photo of her taken... In the background, Drake's like just sitting there, like reading his menu or like looking at his watch or like talking to his boys. And he's in the background of this girl, and she's just like, like <laughs> kind of like uh, craning her neck to the yeah, left. So just, he's so he's in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, very candid, very candid. But uh, but yeah, so he acknowledged you. He looked at you. So we finish up dinner, and like I, listen, I don't I don't really listen to Drake. I think I have like three songs of his on my on my. What's your number one? Oh, number one song. Uh, Blessings by Big Sean featuring Drake. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like looking into it right now. But anyways, like we're leaving and it's like, man, Drake is sitting there. When is this going to happen again? Yeah. Right? I was like, I got to. Just shoot your shot. I got to do something, right? So I'm like, it's Christmas Eve. So family starts walking it's up. It's Christmas Eve? Why the hell yeah. is he there? With, is he with his family? No, it's him and his like, two like mans. Oh, all right. Uh, boys, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So. I guess he didn't have a son at this point, so. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. All right, continue. His kid's a funny looking dude. Hey, he's beautiful. Looks <laughs> like, uh, I'm not going to say that. It's insulting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, catch yourself. That's good. Kid. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Have some, have some restraint. <laughs> Asshole. Um, so I go, I go to the table and I say, and like, I'm just the corniest looking white dude at this time. I actually have a picture of that night. And it's like, if you just saw what I'm wearing, like what I look like, it's like, Drake's going to look at me and look away. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Drake, Merry Christmas, bro. <laughs> he's like, I'm Jewish, asshole. <laughs> so he didn't acknowledge it. Like, he's just like, like, and I was like, yeah, nervous. So I just turned around and walk it out. Yeah. I'm walking out, I'm like, wow, what a fucking asshole. Right? Like, oh, Drake's Jewish, man. Fuck, Drake's fucking Jewish. Of course, I didn't realize. That. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. Drake. <laughs> oh man, that's just. Bro, is there Shabbat? Dude, dude, you, dude. <laughs> you had one fucking chance. You blew it. I know. You should have wished him a happy Rosh Hashanah. You know. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Shana Shana Tova. So he said. Yeah. <laughs> that's Joe. Tell me you're Jewish, though. Tell me you're Jewish. Yeah. Thanks. For uh, yeah. So it doesn't end there. So I leave the restaurant. Okay. And nothing happens. I wake up the next day. It's Christmas. I'm at my nunna's house. Tell me you're Italian without telling me you're Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like six panchettas deep. Uh, pancetta, my bad. Mm. Sorry. Yes. Uh, Mi scusi. And uh, Mi scusi. Reading the news, and that restaurant we were in burned to the ground. Oh. Overnight. That night. The next night. The the night of. Did, did, like, did Drake, like did Drake perform there? Is that what happened? He just, <laughs> <laughs> he just lit the place no, up? because both of us were there at one time. It was a, it was a fire The universe hazard. was just, yeah, yeah. Fire hazard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> no, it burned to the ground, and that's it. And wow. that restaurant, Drake raps in a song. Soto Soto. Soto Soto. I don't know right. what fucking song I, I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Another yeah. reference. Yeah. Anyways, they built another one. Soto's great. Check it out if you can. Yeah. They, that's they, like they, one they, of the few, like, fine fine dining places that I think I'd like have been to no 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 not have been to I've been to I've been to a, a couple few. yeah quite a few uh, but one of the few that I've been to that's like okay everything on the menu is good here I'm never like regretting anything and the portion sizes are like solid yeah yeah, yeah they're good know? they're worth it yeah I mean like, like we were talking about restaurants that are just horrible bang for the buck the CN Tower is one of them just garbage food I've never eaten there oh my god it's the ever. worst food ever it's like it's like they it's worse than like Eastside Mario's like fuck like it's it's garbage <laughs> and you're paying like 60 bucks for an entree like it's just trash no but I feel like, yeah Zia Tower is probably the same food as Scotiabank right next door like you're watching yeah. a baseball game yeah right? you're, you're yeah you like, eat a fucking cheese whiz <laughs> on fucking like nachos that taste like cardboard paper nice yeah construction paper so uh, no it goes to the point though that I don't want a photo with these celebrities because 
my goal would not be to just capture one moment of a photo no, of a cool interaction. No, yeah, like yeah. of a, of a photo where I know that they didn't want to be doing this, right? Like, yeah. and I'd rather just have that moment, whether it was immortalized with the photo or not. Or the real goal is to become friends with them, right? Like, dude, if I could be boys with Austin Matthews or Mitch Martin, and just be like, yeah. So instantly, no, no, instantly, if you ask for a photo, you're now never gonna be friends with these people ever yeah, because you idolize them. They're not gonna like you, right? You're not gonna be able to speak to them on their level, right? So, you know what's funny? I've never considered the fact that I could talk to a celebrity to the point where we could potentially... You could be potentially friends. It's but like, think about it. They yeah, probably need friends, man. That's, they, that's they, a weird thought to me because it's like, I didn't even consider that... As, an, as a possibility, right? Like, That's because that's because you're you're just a low-level dude. Yeah. Like, I'm up here and... Yeah, nah. yeah. But no, it's like <laughs> you're me. I met um, I met some of the Maple Leafs. I met some of the Maple Leafs, and uh, you know, I know, I know this girl that met. She knew nothing about hockey, and she met John Tavares, right? He was the captain yeah. of the Maple Leafs, and she was like, "So, like, you know, like, what do you guys do?" And he was like, "Oh, like, you know, we play hockey." And she yeah, was like, yeah. "No, like, what do you do for work?" And he was just like, "Like, we we play hockey," right? And she just was not grasping the concept that these guys are professional hockey I players. So it's like you play hockey. All right, I didn't ask what you do on Sunday. All right, I asked what the fuck you do for a living. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, well, I play the drums. Well, are you Neil Peart by chance? Like, those guys are right? Well, I mean, he's the face of Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, he's the captain. Like, you gotta. The next question would logically then be. Yeah, you don't just just oh, blindly sorry. even assume that that's you, not a possibility. Like, yeah, what, uh, what team do you play for? Yeah. Sure, yeah, I play you know with your dad on Sundays in beer league. Like yeah. you know, fuck. But no, so I met. Uh, I had I'm another cornhole. Had another night oh, out. Really? What, uh, what league you in? <laughs> played cornhole. I met uh, I met Nazem Kadri, who's another Leaf, yeah. and uh, we had a. He was with I swear to God six of his friends as boys, but. Every single one of them was over about 280 pounds, at least six feet. Like I, he looked like he was just walking around with a personal security team of dudes, and I was like, "This is crazy." So he, we were at Early Mercy uh, in Toronto, and he. How do, I, that's a good topic. I want to quickly jump into later. Sure. How did they come up with club names? Oh, I, I have no idea. What, what, is, what is the name of these? They're fucking places? horrible. Really Some of them are yeah. really door three. What are you the third door in this in this building? Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the point. Uh, toy so, box? Yeah, that sounds like, that uh, sounds like a sex shop. <laughs> that sounds like pedophiles would frequent this place yeah. to try and find some children. But uh, no, so Nazem Kadri took over the booth that me and my friends were at. And one of my friends was just was very, very drunk and walks over to Nazem Kadri's booth. Probably, and he's a big Leafs fan too. So without realizing it was it was Kadri. And he just started eating the ice chips out of his bin. Wait, hold, hold on, back up. So, so he just walked up to his table. He randomly. walked up to his table randomly. What is this guy? What a fucking asshole! Yeah, it just he. What? He was dude. He was so drunk. Like he was like throwing up that night. Like he oh, was man. very very like, gone. Like, so it, it was our table before. That's why. So it was outdoors. How, how busy was this restaurant? Was it, like it was, it was outside. Patio? It was outdoor. Like oh, it was patio. patio. So but it was patio booths, right? So he was out at the was booth. Was it like packed with people? Yes. Or? Yeah, so he walked right up to them. It was a little, it was a little more acceptable. Like I can see myself. We were all dancing. We were standing outside. Like it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. But still, yeah, it's rammed in there. Still, it's like as I'm walking by, you know, if you look friendly, maybe, maybe I'll take a fry, like a really chip, right? He's eating the no, no. So he's eating the ice chips. Like you know, when a booth and bottles like. Uh, the bottles are in ice. He's eating the ice, okay? So he's just sitting there munching on ice, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this as a perfect opportunity to introduce myself, right? So I walked up to Naz and I was like, hey, I was like, hey, sorry about my friend here. And, uh, you know, just, you know, eating your ice chips. And my buddy looks over to me and goes, I asked. I was like, okay, all right. Uh, so me and Naz start talking for a couple minutes, right? And it was great. And, and, you know, I had other friends that were like, freaking out because it was not a guy right? they were trying to like take photos of him and stuff and I'm like man like he, he fucking hates this right like he would way rather think about it because some of them they got to be lonely right like that if they don't have a lot of especially if they move to new places right like if they moved to new places and they weren't from here and they didn't have childhood friends how the fuck true. do you meet people yeah, that true. you know are genuine people that you want to hang out with yeah. right like there's no way people that you want to hang out with well, like that, are, that don't just want to hang out with you because you're famous right yeah yeah for sure I don't know are, are like athletes lonely people I don't know models are for sure I've talked about this, and, and we're gonna say this now because we started the podcast. Still call, like, I don't want to be famous, dude. I would hate being famous because then you're just constantly questioning whether people are with you for you or or for the sake of your fame yeah, or your money, gonna, right? I'm like that. that would be horrible. But you yeah, think, never trust someone's I think genuineness. People, I, well, I feel like they have a good grip on like their old friends. Like yep. So you them. have to keep the friend group that you grew up with, yeah, right? But again, what yeah. if you move to a different town, right? Like, how do you yeah. meet new people? How can you trust? How can you trust that your old friends aren't just 
with you now for, and still friends with you now just because, you know, you have money. Yeah. How would you know? How would you, if you didn't find a, how would you find a significant other? How could you trust finding a girl that, you know, would be, want to be wanting to be with you for you and not for your money? It'd be horrible. Yeah, it'd be tough. I wanted to ask, because I said the word musician and I started thinking about it. Do people like still use the word musician for like, like radio hit musicians, like music artists? Like you hear artists, artists. more than you hear Yeah, people say artists. Like, like musicians, musician, just, you have to play an instrument. You have to play an instrument to be a well, musician. Well, not even to play an instrument, but like be like, you have to know like the theory well I don't know yeah, kind of yeah no I know what you're talking about and this episode is brought to you by Stacy's Pita Chips have a chip my time I should, I should say that have a chip there you go that's solid not bad for your first row yeah. but uh but yeah I think I think you have to be to play at least one instrument to be considered an art uh, to a musician rather than an artist right and and art to be honest that's why hip-hop and rappers are more often known as artists because a lot of them don't play music right or don't play instruments play instrument? yeah they just sing right yeah they're like poets are poets musicians <laughs> no are they artists there's no there's no I was gonna say there's no rhythm in poetry but oh they are what are you talking about this yeah. snaps all around it's all yeah. sorts of rhythm I had a good question. Oh, shit. What do you think, like, so the worst celebrity would be, like, if you were in public? Like, like if you're who would be the worst person? Who would be the worst celebrity to be? Yeah. Like, what celebrity would you not want to be? Oh. Ah, uh, like Harry Styles. That dude has. Oh, like he has thirteen-year-old girls yeah. that are pining after him that would like yeah. fucking try and suck his dick, and he's like, "You can't stay away from me." Like, I just. You know, you gotta talk about a dude that's always gotta be on high alert, gotta be checking IDs, making sure girls are of age, and you know. Yeah, dude, that guy probably runs like biometric scans on women. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> so, same with same with Justin Bieber too, right? Like, and, yeah, yeah. Toss me your fingerprint. Yeah. You know, same. It goes back to what we were talking about about you know having friends like Justin Bieber. You heard that song you wrote called "Lonely," right? Like, no. uh, it's a great song. You should listen to it. He talked about his whole Bro, I sound like a, process of becoming a crazy fucking. I sound like a Mennonite. Yeah, you All do. You really you, you have you have zero, you have zero pop culture, but regardless, you know he talks about his uh, progression into adulthood, and you know he gave hundred million dollars to this kid, you know, and he fucked up. He drunk drove, like you know, he had a whole crazy uh, mishap of, of life, and everyone hated him, and like he was literally hated by the public. Yeah. Can you imagine what it would be like for people Remember, to like, give you death threats and hate you just because of mistakes that you made? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he lost everyone. The kid had no friends. Oh, I think he's like I think he's around my age. 24? No, he's not that young, dude. I swear. He's gotta be older. I remember when he was like a kid kid. He's, like a he's 27. Okay, yeah, so he's like 92, 93? 94. 94? Can't do math right now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this guy's gotta be so hard for, and, and you don't, no one knows what it's like to play on that level, right? Like to be handed everything in life, to be given hundreds of millions of dollars oh. to not have to worry about that oh, and dude, everyone I, just assumes no, no, no. that you should be so happy always because you're rich and you're famous right so, like uh, you're I not was, allowed to be sad if you gave me justin bieber's money when he had it i would have done way worse way worse way worse way way way, way worse i have nothing but respect for, that guy. for sure the fact that he's able to, to hold together what he's doing and he's still he's in a relationship he's married now and he's monogamous you know like yeah. it's like you talk about they talk about tiger woods um you know, he talks about it being a sex addict, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Burr talks about this, right? Like, he's not actually a sex addict. It's just he has the resources to be with that many women. It, you have no, no idea no, what it's no, like no, to... No, it's, not that he, it's not that he did the resources. It's the temptation. Yeah. He, he walks off the, the, the golf course, and there's a bus full of Swedish supermodels waiting to have sex with him, right? Like, you have no idea what it's like to play a at that bus. level. A bus full. A short, a short bus. bus. And <laughs> so I was going to go back to this. was, you know, I don't judge anyone for the, for the number of people that they haven't slept with, right? And... You know, it goes to, you know, we talk about this, like, simp culture, right? Like, that guys are so just yearning for anything, right? Like, I, and, and are always the ones that have to go after and get girls, and it's the girls that are... I think, I think OnlyFans proves that more than anything. Oh, my God, OnlyFans. This is so, so, so horrible, man. Yeah. It's... It's, even... it's, it's kind of weird how you are, like, spending money almost for, like, a form of... Okay, I'm, uh, well, I'm gonna watch my words. Here. Porn. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's almost like monogamy, like because you're subscribing to one girl. Well, it's polygamy, though. But because it's, it's that girl polygamous to everyone, 
But yes, you are signing yeah, up for the like, individualism to, of her. To yeah. that person, there's like an individual aspect maybe. What's crazy to me is people like Mia Khalifa have an OnlyFans and people pay for that. I'm like, there are hours and hours on hours of every nude possible angle of Mia Khalifa that you could possibly find online. Why the hell would you pay money monthly to see more of it? Like it just makes, it baffles me. And you know, it actually is just so horrible because it just is teaching girls such horrible lessons about their physical appearance and the importance that they put on their physical appearance and that their body is just a tool to be used to make money, make money. And you know, I see a lot of people that are out here in support of sex workers and they're like, oh, you know, there are sex workers, we gotta support them. I'm like, really? Like you don't think there's anything immoral about being a porn star? And you know, if you wanna be a porn star and you're okay with dealing with all the, the moral repercussions of that, go ahead. But their argument falls apart when I asked them, I said, okay, would you want your daughter to be an OnlyFans star? And they're like, well, well, no, I'm like, no, you want your daughter to be an astronaut or a scientist or a doctor, right? Like, you know, something that is morally good, right? And that gives back to society other than, hey, this is my attractive body. Give me millions of dollars for it. Like, you understand, girls are making like, like millions of dollars, like $11 million monthly. You understand? Like, and that's a reoccurring subscription. You make $250 million in like two years. You make a quarter billion dollars. Like, dude, the top OnlyFans girl, I'm going to look it up right now. Just gotta open the app. <laughs> Check my subscriptions. <laughs> um, let me see. OnlyFans takes a twenty percent cut from its users. Twenty percent, wow. Apparently, this is interesting. Apparently, that's used for money laundering. I, I've heard that. I've heard that. Well, so dude, so OnlyFans used for for money laundering. Black China is the top earner on OnlyFans. What did Black China? Wow. Thumbs up for diversity. Yeah. Black China? Black China. 20 million devoted fans. She makes 15 million euros a month. 15 million euros. Okay. So that's... No way. 20, more than 20 million. Uh, so that's... That's $250 million a year. In two years, she makes half a billion dollars. It's crazy. I, don't, I almost don't believe that. <laughs> Dude, you have to. Because think about you it. You know was... why I don't believe that? Because, like, I'm 24. My age co- cohort is pretty horny. So. I don't know anyone who has OnlyFans. I've met one person. And I, yeah, and we I, have I the met. the same person. I know. Right? I know. Yeah, yeah. We, and you know, I know, we know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, it said to me, and I, I would, you know, slap any of my friends that are out here and, and doing this. Like, it just makes no, no sense to me that you're. Because it's horrible. You're, you're giving into this uh, idea that society should, you know, praise this kind of. You know behavior and it's it's really just it's immoral it makes me so sad and it goes to the entire point of social media in general right and using your physical appearance as self-esteem currency because that's what only fans and even dude instagram is right that uh, girls that are posting photos on instagram basically half naked and are getting tons of likes and comments and you know creating this um you know relationship between my naked body or my body and my people liking me and my worth yeah and they create self-esteem currency it, it is so, so harmful. And we're seeing it statistically. You know, there was a 180% increase in suicide rates uh, since the creation of social media, 190% increase in, in self-harm rates. And it yeah, specifically it's, it's, targets young girls. The yeah, young girls are getting... Are most affected. They're most... They're getting crushed by this. And they're just creating this horrible, unrealistic standard of beauty that they have to try and, you know, reach up to. And it's crazy. So uh, here's, here's something to consider. I actually read a book on this topic. And... Wow, I said that like such a pompous <laughs> I've read a book. I read a book. Once. Listeners, he read a book. Listen All right, up, go ahead. Yeah, facts and snacks for a reason. Uh, but yeah, the book talked about this specifically, and it's this it's this family doctor who wrote it, um, and he helps like he's like a he's like a doctor, but like does like a lot of parenting things as well. Sure. And he said, I've been doing this for like twenty odd years, right? Twenty something years. Hmm. And he goes. I was doing talks at schools 20 years ago, and he says, so one thing to know is that when you're doing these talks, he goes, one question I would always ask is, how often do any of you like write to yourself or journal or like uh, consciously reflect, reflect yeah. take time to like like think back on the things that you do in like a, in like an organized none, manner, none like, of them. like where it's like hours 
or like make a routine out of it None. or like or just have something where you write or something that you produce that's about you thinking about yourself yeah like, like whether it be it could literally be this like, re- like recording yourself yeah. anything like anything along those lines right um 20 years ago like most girls had something like that diaries journals something he says that's now really... he'll, be in, he'll be in a room of like hundreds of people and he'll get like two two or three hands it's horrible right no self-reflection that's it, it it's there's, we there's, live... there's no way things like that don't have they do, and this is why we live in this constant state of instant gratification, instant gratification and distraction, right? Like you're constantly being distracted by these little fucking devices that you had that you are constantly busying your mind. Like people can't even go to the bathroom without their phone anymore, right? Like you, hands up, yeah, me too, right? Like that's uh, for me. I like to call people when I'm the, when I'm on the bathroom because that's I get to you know reconnect and, and it feels like a um, two birds kind of thing, right? I don't have boundaries. Ah, uh, no, I call you all the time when, I, when I'm on the shitter, but. Uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy to me that, that you constantly are just distracting yourself with these, with content, right? Like, and w- the other very, very alarming thing that, you know, do you remember back uh, when we were children, right? And we were growing up and we saw daytime television, right? Uh, Mr. Rogers and, and Teletubbies and all these things. There were certain parameters that the government was really concerned about. They're like, look, we need to have oversight here. We need to say that there's only PG or G rated stuff on daytime television so that we have to be really careful what, our sh- what we're showing our children, right? Yeah. Nowadays, there's literally no oversight whatsoever because it's all really driven by capitalism and greed and, and companies that are just preying on the insecurities of girls and boys and, and, and what they need and what they think they need to bring them happiness. And they really are just consumers. They see you as nothing more than dollars and cents and something that you can be giving your attention. Uh, there's, a, there's a great quote I'm trying to remember. It said, uh, if you can't identify the product, um, you are the product, right? And there's two classes or sorry there's two things that refer to their users as users and that's social media and drugs right (laughs) and that's so crazy to think about right like we don't think about these things as drugs we we think about it on such a part is just probably a coincidence I don't think it's a coincidence, dude. The, use <laughs> the, of the, word the users, yeah, they're, they're no, really. I, I don't think I don't think Mark Zuckerberg was like. I'm gonna. I'm it's, gonna not, it's not just those two things. It's like any like. Software. I think I think it was. Look, Soft, I, I don't think it was intentional. Oh, no, no, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it yeah. was something that started out as oh we're gonna have eight hours a day is of people's attentions and this is what we're gonna be driven to driving profits and and this data collection that we're now gonna be selling to like it didn't start out that way. But it's the way that it's morphed and it's become, yeah, right? Totally, totally. And there was no oversight because it happened so fucking fast, right? Like it just blink of an eye oh, and, and yeah, you're mean, being like, constantly bombarded with advertisements for things. You know, you think of one thing. So, uh, so I'll put it to you this way. Compared to like other forms of entertainment, for the amount of our lives that social media consumes and harms and – or has the potential to harm and like the amount of time that we spend on it and already the effects it's had on all of us, it is so – I feel it feels like it's so unregulated for what it is. So like, unregulated. Like there's a ch- there's a good chance, like depending on the way the world goes, but like in the next kind of hundred years, like in a hundred years, we'll look back and be like, "Wow, that was fucked up." Like, <laughs> like, like you raise like a generation of complete idiots yeah. because like that is not good for you in the way in the way that you. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was um, you know going back to the focus on physical. You think in hundred years we'll, we'll look back and be like. Yeah, I, ho- I hope there's an overcorrection. Like, I wow, hope like, this is like this. This is like tampering with your de- development in a very negative. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, we're, we're seeing for the first time ever a generation of kids that are being born with this. And I've talked about this. You know, yeah. we had a friend that uh, was dating a, a much younger girl, right? And you know what's really interesting about us, particularly our generation? We're, we're the last. I feel like we're the last. We're like a transition generation. Hundred percent. Right. I already feel like just like talking to kids that like went to my university mm-hmm. four years younger it feels like such a different culture it's insane already, it's literally already. insane and it's so, been like four, four or five years our, our buddy you know he dated a younger girl and she, she was like four years younger and you know I think about this when did you get Instagram right you got Instagram I was grade 11 you were maybe what grade 12 I think it was yeah grade 10 no could have been a lot later yeah I think it was grade 12 for you because you're a year older than me but regardless and when we got it it was really light it was really just oh I'll post haha funny hashtags right like it just didn't didn't matter right now people's entire brands and their you know personal image it, everything is so shaped and, and filtered and you can't have a bad photo people can't even be tagged in photos without untagging themselves because they're like it'll show up on my profile and I don't look amazing in this photo so you know it, yeah, the, yeah. The, the way that people have used it now but I was saying the, the, this buddy that was dating the younger girl she got Instagram when she was 10 years old Yeah. right Like, and you're creating this from 10, the age 10 this importance on your physical appearance 
horrible. I mean, we see these days with all these filters, and there's apps that people use to adjust their oh, faces, yeah. to Photoshop their faces. Yeah, I don't do and I'm like, dude, you're creating an unrealistic standard of beauty for yourself. Like, you're never going to look this way. You can't be changing your irrefutable characteristics, you know, making your nose smaller, making your fucking ears bigger, whatever, right? Like, or ears as like... Those, as those kids today would say, no cap. No cap. Facts. You hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Bing. Bing. But yeah, so facts. Going, back, going back to it, like, I, I, I think that it's just creating such an unhealthy uh, importance on your physical appearance and your worth regard to that. And think about our parents, right, for example. What, uh, let's look, look at your mother, right? When your mother, for example, when she was comparing herself to her, you know, how beautiful she was, she only ever compared herself to the most beautiful girl in yeah. school or in town, right? Now, we're comparing ourselves to the top 0.1% of people that you're being constantly bombarded with on Instagram that these are, this is the standard of beauty. No one is supposed to be able to live up to that. It's literally impossible. And the same goes for guys, too. We're seeing all these absolutely ripped and massive dudes that are coming out that are just so, like, you can't look like this without HDH. Like, you can't look this way without steroids. Like, there's just no way. So, with the right angles and the right, you know, lighting and holy it's shit. Bad too. Like, it's horrible. In conjunction with how sedentary, like, our modern life is, too. So, like, the average person is a lot unhealthier now than they were 20 years ago, right? For sure. Like, for sure. less. Uh, probably a bit less of a social life, maybe. Right? Well, I think it goes it goes to importance of you know. I thank God I grew up playing sports, and sports really helped just formulate the healthy, active lifestyle into and moving into. For people who didn't play sports, the growing up, I was like, how did you ever get your fucking exercise? Like, did you go on runs? It's like you hate that shit as a kid, right? Sports was exercise in disguise for me. Like, I literally, and I yeah, still, yeah. still to this day, when exercise, I play sports, exercise is, is a byproduct of sports. Exactly. Yeah. So, whereas like working out is just working out is, is you're one hundred percent faced with yeah. like I am working out, I'm, I'm on exercising. doing cardio, it's like exercising. it's exhausting, right? Yeah. But for me, I you know I play basketball and I'm dripping in sweat and I'm like, holy shit, I totally you know didn't even realize. Yeah. But I was gonna say yeah. So the idea of just like keeping a healthy lifestyle, you know, I, I went through a, a big weight loss this year, right? And for me, the reason that a people try and lose weight very often, they're so vain and so horrible, right? Like, they're just like, oh, I want my beach body or, you know, I want to be able to, to look good in pictures for this, right? Like, that shit doesn't fucking last, right? For me, I was like, I had, you know, for those who don't know, I was in a car accident, had some bad spinal health and, and you know, some scary stuff. I had spinal surgery a few years ago. So I was faced with some very, you know, important, I met with a chiropractor and the dude told me, he goes, I can help you. You know, by adjusting you, but I'm basically you're just undoing the work I'm doing by being as heavy as you are. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, big wake up call, like let's go. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm faced with problems where like I want to be able to run around and play sports with my kids, kind of thing, right? Like that's these are important life changes that I'm making because I know it's for my health rather than my physical appearance and my worth in society. Of you know, I need to be able to take beach photos and look good for my gram, right? Like I think it's a fucking joke. There's a there's a great quote that's like. Every man lives two lives. The second starts when he realizes he only has one. Ooh. So it's like, I think I think health health plays a, a something like that, uh, and like health is like very often for people like the trigger of that. Like you'll see people that just randomly go undergo these complete transformations where it's like, you ever see pictures online of like dudes who lose like hundred? Oh yeah, uh, dude. Like, my my old personal trainer. Shout out Puffy Got Buffy. If you ever need to lose some weight, uh, go to this man. He he was faced with. We start doing that more. Show it out. Yeah, for sure. Voice, but yeah. yo, he was faced with uh, his doctor. Told him you're gonna die in two years, right? Like he was he was literally like he was he was like three hundred and something pounds. He was huge, Big like three hundred fifty pounds, yeah. and he lost hundred and fifty pounds. Puffy got Buffy, Puffy got Buffy dude. He's he he looks incredible and he is so healthy now and he has literally changed the reality of his life of I'm gonna die two years from now to I'm gonna live you know exponentially longer like you're just yeah it's so important man like people just don't realize I actually did a speech on this in that same class I talked about last episode um, about like why you need to exercise so badly I watched a YouTube video that explained this but like if you some guy did, did you read a book? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he read a book, guys. Pay attention. Uh, I, I watched the YouTube video. Okay. And the guy basically analyzes like health trends among people who like reported themselves or just were active. Otherwise, mm-hmm. people who weren't. Aren't, yeah. And like he basically broke it down to a formula, and he's like, like every time you work out, you're adding minutes to to your life. Yeah. 
like you're, ex- you're extending it. But like, no, well, you're also like, improving. You're, you're improving the quality of your life, though, right? Like, you're there's physical, there's physical like, like chemical reactions like, that yeah. happens when you work out that Even, you release yeah. dopamine in your brain, right? Like, I, it's, mean, I could honestly care less about the added time, like right now, just because I'm yeah, naive. Yeah. I don't think about it that much, right? Well, I mean, For I'm gonna die at forty. I can't eat fruits and vegetables. That's so. right. Which, if you don't know Noah, we'll get into that at some point as well, because that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, like, I don't even think about the longevity, to be honest. It's all just like how I feel. How you feel, yeah. Like, feel. And you feel also like, just, feel. it's also little things like, you know, you feel accomplished in the day when, almost, when you work out. Like, like uh, you feel unaccomplished if you don't do it, and you know, you just feel like this was a, a wasted day if you didn't have a workout. And even if nothing went amazing in the rest of the day, the fact that you still got your workout in and you, you know, so that's what I like doing in the morning. It really starts the day off on the right foot, you know. Have you ever regretted a workout? No, no not once. Maybe aside from like an injury? <laughs> not once. Not once. Not right. once. I've never regretted a workout, playing sports, anything. And for those of you who don't lift or like don't like exercise. Yeah. I'm saying this as someone who. He was a skinny twig never, who never hit the gym I in his know, life. No, not even the gym. Like I didn't play sports probably from. I don't know, the fourth grade or fifth grade. Mateo was your typical school shooter for (laughs) for several uh, years. Until I started working out when I went to university. And like, you don't, just take it from me, you don't realize how bad you feel all the time (laughs) because you haven't felt good. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't felt. Your baseline is just so low. How you're supposed to feel all the time. Like if I go more than a week without working out at this point, when I do work out, it feels like I'm on like ecstasy or something. Yeah, like, it's the, best, the greatest. Like, like I'm like whistling. There's a, there's a <laughs> skip walk at the gym, just I feel like Carlton just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save yourself and enjoy your life in the process. Lift weights. Facts. All right. Well, I, I think it's gonna wrap up episode two of uh, Facts and Snacks. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in, bro. What it's been like? How long have we been talking for? An hour. Has it been an hour? Yeah. No way. Let's see. We want to bet. Want to put money on this? Yeah, we're Let's over go. an hour. Yeah. We're over an hour. Let's go. Twenty bucks to the start of episode three. I'm not betting with you on this. I, I don't like your conviction. Twenty bucks. I sound like a bitch though. You are. All right, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Forty-three minutes and part plus one. nineteen. Fuck Let's you. go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's go. That's a dub. Where? Hour and two minutes. Yeah. Thank you very much. God damn it. Did you did you know exactly what time we started at? No. No. Fuck. I'm just a guy. Alright guys. Thanks for tuning in. We love we'll catch you next week. We'll catch you next week. We have a guest next week. That's how that's how serious we're getting with this. And you guys are gonna love this guest. He's gonna give us some stories that you are gonna really, really, really enjoy. So take care. Have a great week.